Hello, and happy podcast to you, good sir. Uh, again with that? Yes. You trying to start a thing? Not really, but I don't know. Just doing it. Do you, do you feel like you feel like wishing me a happy podcast will make it work? I don't know. Like saying good day to people on the street? Yes, but I never walk on the street, so I think this is my walking or on the, the street office. place, right? This is where you walk on the street? Um, this is where I try things out that I can't do because I don't walk on the street, right? Mm. Are you going to you gonna throw money at a homeless man while you're here? I mean, it's not really a thing. You don't throw it at them. That's just mean. I mean, they're not going to say no to it, obviously, but... <laughs> I didn't mean at. I meant to. Oh. I mean, well, <laughs> even then, they usually have like a cup or a hat or something you can put it in. Yeah, you can throw it to that, right? You don't have to, like, place, you drop. <laughs> Throwing's just a different motion entirely, though. Right? I mean, you could drop it in someone's cup, great. If you throw it in their cup, it feels aggressive. It feels like you're upset. I'm helping this homeless person, but I don't like it. <clears throat> have a dollar. <laughs> right? <laughs> well, you wouldn't... I imagine you wouldn't throw a dollar, because it's a, it's a note. Like, it would catch the wind and fly well, off. We have right? dollar coins here. Do you? Yeah, nobody uses them, but they exist. They're <laughs> <laughs> for giving to homeless people. Yeah, exactly. I go to the bank every week and get some dollar coins to throw at homeless people. Well, I mean, I wouldn't throw it at them if I were you. No. Sounds angry. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I don't know what I was thinking. Why would I use that word? <laughs> anyway. Uh, so once again, I can complain about the weather, and then you can complain about your weather, and there'll be entirely different things because hemispheres. Okay. Man, so much snow. The other day, my middle child was like, Dad, it hasn't snowed at all this winter. I'm like, dude, don't you, don't you do that. Don't you tempt the weather gods. Don't you remember how much snow we got in like November and December? And sure, it's been a couple of weeks since we've had a big snowstorm. And we still have snow on our front lawn. What are you complaining about? But then, true to form, yesterday, the weather people are like, oh, yeah, you're going to get clobbered. And they were right. So the night of the Super Bowl, it was actually kind of nice out there. And then all of a sudden, around 10 p.m., wind picks up, temperature drops, it starts snowing. And I'm like, great, here we go. Wake up the next morning, <laughs> still snowing. Not a good sign. There's like 18 inches of snow on my front driveway. <sighs> so I go out there and I shovel it all before I go into work. And then I come home and I shovel it again. And I'm going to shovel it again after I do this podcast because that's what kind of weather we're having. It's one of those days. Wouldn't it be easy just to not? No, because if I wait, then it turns into two feet of snow, and that's way harder to shovel, man. No, but you just don't go to work. <laughs> so you don't have to shovel. You don't have to go anywhere. I'm trapped inside my house, boss. Yeah, but, yeah. I mean, it's not going to melt off. <laughs> like we're, It's not going anywhere is the problem. If I don't get take care of it now, it's going to be a problem at some point. It's going to be worse. Just wait till summer. It'll be fine. <laughs> take a sabbatical like three months off or something yeah i'm decided i'm gonna just stay inside all of winter next year boss i hope you're okay with that hibernation yeah we'll get groceries delivered we'll make somebody else walk through the snow to get to the front door <laughs> seems reasonable 
<sighs> anyway, it sucks, and I hate it. And you would think, with March right around the corner, we wouldn't get this snow anymore. But no, I expect at least one or two more good snowstorms before all is said and done. Don't you worry. It's going to happen. I, I won't worry. I won't worry. Maybe one of these days I'll get a snowblower, but for now, it is shovel time. Which, I don't know, it's probably good exercise, I guess. I mean, probably. Depends on your form, I guess. Or is you just going to ruin your back? I mean, it gets the heart rate up. At the very least, it counts as that. But yeah, if I'm also screwing up my back at the same time, it probably doesn't have a net benefit as far as physical mm-hmm. health goes. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. I never thought much about my form in shuffling before. Maybe I'm doing it wrong. I mean, I probably know, though, right? My back would hurt. Um, my back is fine. It probably won't hurt at first. Oh. Because, like, your body can take a certain amount of improper use. True. Right? True. But that, that's why, like, bakers, they develop wrist and, like, knee problems after, like, 15 years, not seven. Because they're doing it wrong? Yeah. Because all the bent, like, because. Well, at my work, all the benches are a little short for me, so I'm like kind of hunched over them sometimes. I got to remember to bend my knees, not like my back. Oh, that's not good. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. So you're doing it. You're trying to do it the right way, though. Oh yeah, I try. All right. Wow. I had no idea that being a baker was so fraught with peril. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it's I, terrible. I guess desk jobs do come with carpal tunnel and back problems too if you do it wrong. So. Hmm. All true facts. Lame, lame. Anyway, how's the weather in your part of the world? How are the fires? Uh, I haven't heard about I, them recently. I mean, I, I have heard about them because it rained recently, and so there were articles about it like, like easing up. Uh-huh, good. Yeah, so that's, that's all I've heard. All right. So you don't have any fires, though? No, no. That's excellent. None on top of me. Where's that link that we found that was like how are the fires in australia right now Ooh, i found it fires near me yeah yeah wait i didn't find it it's really far back in our conversation maybe i went too you far could, you could just google it it's not hard if you want to directly find fires it fires in australia in australia <laughs> crisis map and there's still a bunch of fires everywhere but mm-hmm. I don't see as many red icons, which denotes emergency warning. So that's good. Yes. Sounds like the worst has probably passed. I mean, fingers crossed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Knock on wood. I think my desk is wood. It sounds like wood. Yeah, there you go. Double knocking. Double (laughs) knocking on wood. And how's your summer going? Are you still on fire? I mean, you... um no, no. Just temperature-wise, not like actual fire-wise. Okay, yeah, I was like, yeah, man, I really want to cover this twice. <laughs> um, today's okay. Uh, the last couple of days have been like 116. Oof. Yeah. Oof. Okay. But, but then it rained a little, and then it was just kind of warm and muggy, which is not pleasant. Nope. Humid- today's just humidity is okay. Gross. Right. All right, so you don't actively want to die. The weather's so no, bad like today. No, today I don't even need the aircon on. Wow. All right. Yeah. That's a win. Yeah, yeah just for today. <laughs> take it one day at a time. That's all we're doing. Yeah, it's only yeah. 73 degrees today. Dang, that's a big difference from 116. All right. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent news. All right, well, 
Uh, I figured we could start off today talking about the Warcraft 3 Reforged um, debacle, I'm calling it. Sure. What would you like to say? Uh, so a couple things. People are really upset. And the reasons people are really upset are admirably summed up in this website here I'm sending you called Warcraft3Refunded.com. A great URL. It's not bad, actually. And when I clicked on it, I was not expecting it to be as well presented as it is. Mm-hmm. It looks like a page that Blizzard put together <laughs> about the game. It's oh really God, yeah. well done. I know. Look at it. Like, the yeah. formatting <laughs> is fantastic. They chose good fonts for it. The color uh-huh. scheme is perfect. It's very good. Very I mean, if you sent somebody here and they didn't know what it was, they'd be like, oh, yeah, Blizzard totally made this page. Talking about mm-hmm. how much they botched the Reforged release for some reason. <laughs> Why did they do that? Huh. Although some of the information on here is inaccurate. Oh? It says no refunds. You can absolutely get a refund. That's true. This was made after they determined that they're actually going to do refunds now. So that was nice of them. Because mm. mm-hmm. for a while there, they were not. This was accurate at one point, which dick move, honestly. Yeah. Which, uh, I got a refund. Nice. That's and, good. Uh, the, one of the, the only good thing about Warcraft 3 Reforged was that it came with um, console skins for StarCraft. Oh, that's right. And uh, it turns out if you refund them, they uh, take away your skins as well. Yeah, I mean, makes sense, I guess. Yeah, it makes sense. I was just kind of hoping they wouldn't. <laughs> Maybe they'd mess Can, that up too. Yeah, because um, the, the, the tropical one's actually really cool. It's gone now. So it's basically three separate things people are complaining about. Okay. Uh, the one thing, I don't know, the one thing I might be most personally disappointed about is they promised a kind of a campaign overhaul is what they called it, right? They would use the in-game engine with updated graphic styles to create kind of more cinematic feels to the little in-game cutscenes they had. Not talking about the full cinematics, but mm. the in-game cutscenes. They definitely showed that in some of the trailers, especially relating to the uh, cleansing of Stratholm. Yeah, yeah, Strat. But uh, no, everybody who was really interested and excited about that got into the game and they were like, nope, they changed it a little bit, but it's not nearly what they promised they were going to do. So that's bad. Right, right. Uh, oh, they did talk about, wait, did they talk about new cinematics? No, they didn't. They didn't promise new cinematics. People, some people were expecting them anyway, but they didn't do it for StarCraft, so I don't think they would do it for WarCraft either. That's a lot of money. Like... Putting new cinematics from scratch is a ton of cash and a ton of time, so I'm not surprised they didn't do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then additionally, they just totally screwed over the old school Warcraft 3 competitive players. Okay. Uh, bottom line, they made it so that your account on the old Battle.net has now been completely imported over to the new stuff, and there's nothing you can do about it. Hmm. Last I checked, the ladder was entirely broken. They're not even tracking win-loss records right now. And the disconnect problems are an issue, too. As we ran into when we did this on Twitch last week, uh, people are just being kind of booted from games out to the main menu for no reason. Hmm. So, like we established, it's not a straight-up crash. Like, you weren't sent back to your desktop. You were still inside the game. You just weren't in the multiplayer game anymore, which is really exciting for me. Right, right. Yeah, so... Those people are really upset. They just kind of screwed the pooch here. And it's just, I don't know. I kind of, it makes me feel like this is the final straw for Blizzard. The Blizzard Activision marriage. 
has just been kind of a slow downhill move to this point where old Blizzard would have never, ever, ever released a game like this. Would have never gotten to the point where they just want to get it out and get it at whatever state it's in and put it on the market. It's always been we release it when it's done. And sometimes that takes a long time. And sometimes we get 10 years between StarCraft 1 and StarCraft 2. 12 years between StarCraft 1 and StarCraft 2. Diablo but 3. But StarCraft 2, yeah. Was Diablo 3... Yeah, I believe that's pre-Activision. Uh-huh. Was Diablo 3 pre? I think it was either like right around it or uh, before it, right? But okay. if the point is Activision would in- introduce a slow disc decline into this, I think Diablo 3's launch is actually worse than this. Wow, so, you think so? Yeah. So, to the internets real fast. No, they merged in 2008. And when did Diablo 3 come out? 2012. Oh, okay. So, it's later than I remember. Yeah. I was thinking you were right, but the internet says no. So, yeah. I just I don't think that Original Blizzard puts out games that are not quite ready for primetime. They push it back as much as necessary, and then when it's out, people are happy with it. So, brrr, rough, rough stuff there from Blizzard. It's basically at the point where I don't really expect much from them anymore. Okay. And... That's where it is. I'm not sure they can earn it back either, but they're not dead. As long as they're not dead, I guess they have opportunity to do that. So, mm. Warcraft three, bad times. Summercon has already moved on. Yep. I, I mean, I also literally don't care. I don't think it really impacts Blizzard one way or the other. Like having a game with a 0.5 user review on Metacritic, I don't think they care. I don't think it changes anything either. You don't think so? Um, no, because there's only one thing that gamers can do, and that's boycott games. It's not to buy them, but that's yeah. literally never worked in the history of gaming. right? It, gamers always fold the moment they see something shiny. I don't know, man. I mean... Hmm. Yeah, I suppose... Suppose you're right, because there's always talk about don't pre-order EA games, and then like enough people do it anyway that it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Fair enough. So yeah, what it comes down to is as long as people are still buying the games, that's where we're at. So I don't know. I'd be interested to see the sale numbers and the refund numbers for Warcraft Three Reforged, though. It would be interesting. We will never see those numbers. We will never ever see those numbers. <laughs> I'm still going to be playing the campaign out on Twitch just because it's not new and shiny, but it's pretty much what I've always enjoyed. They didn't ruin it to the point that it's worse than it was before, so kudos for that, I suppose. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. I mean, it really feels like I'm just basically playing the old campaign, which is fantastic. It's really well done. This Mm -hmm. is in 2002, well before the Activision merger, surprisingly. Mm. Um. So, yeah, check that out, twitch.tv slash Falcon Paladin every Sunday. I'll be out there for a couple hours, maybe longer. It'll be a good time. So that's, that is the Reforged debacle, which we're going to move on from. Okay. In addition, did you see that Probe is in the United States now? Uh, I saw something about it. Not a whole lot. He there. just barely tweeted out that he's at, like, customs oh, yeah, integration. Yeah. At uh, LAX. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Good for him. What's, what's he doing here? You should know. He's what's, your guy. I don't know. I've never talked to the guy. 
but he's Australian. I thought you all know each other. Uh, oh, yeah. I mean, he lives two doors down, but come right. on. There's only four doors in Australia, so, like, it's fine. Yeah, only four doors. Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. I yeah, have no clue. I have no clue. I assume a holiday, perhaps? Or. I guess. Um. There's this tweet from um, Oh, he's, Michael. Go, he's going for a boot camp in California before I am Katowice. What the heck is boot camp? Um, so I imagine he's meeting up with some other streamers or other pros to practice before going to Poland. I was going to say, Katowice's in Poland. Yeah. I guess it's kind of on the way, sort of, though, if you're on Australia. Well, I mean... I feel like he, it was just an opportunity for him to go to America and get some practice in. It's like, why not? Yeah. I'm trying to decide, if you're in Australia and you want to fly to Poland, which way makes more sense, east or west, while you're going north, right? I have no clue. <laughs> Me neither. Two maps. Google Maps will tell us. Mm. So he lives in, he lives in Sydney-ish? Uh, I believe so. That's where you live. No, no, so he's Melbourne, he has... I think. He's Melbourne. Ah. Whatever, that side of the country. Okay. So... Melbourne is not on, like, an east or a west coast, but okay, it's on the south coast. But all right. Whatever. It's more on one side of the country than the other one. Sure. Yeah. But... Okay. As far as flights go, it looks like it's a shorter flight to go uh, west. Okay. But I guess, I don't know, it makes sense to hit Los Angeles and then fly over to... That's... I mean, they're both really long flights. It's basically the other side of the country from you guys. So there's not a really fantastic way to do this. So might as well stop off in L.A. while you're there, while you're, while you're out and about, I suppose. Mm -hmm. Cool stuff. In other news, I was on another podcast last week. Oh, okay. Yeah, so this guy named Tyler emailed me and was like, hey, man, I like your stuff. He's like, I do this weird thing where every winter I just catch up on all the YouTube I've been missing during the summertime when I'm out doing stuff. So I binge all of your videos from like January, you know, December through February every year. And do you want to get on the pod? And I was like, sure. So it's called Talks with Tiger. This is purely because you invented the Tiger Hot tournament a couple of weeks ago, isn't it? The what now? We were complaining that uh, the like WCS winter and summer were terrible names oh, for right. tournaments. Yes. You had Tiger Heart, and now you're getting on some <laughs> Tiger podcast. Some guy. It's purely coincidence, I uh -huh. promise. Sure, sure. Let's mm -hmm. see where this is going. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So anyway, it's just a dude. Uh, really cool guy. I think he lives up in the northwest of the United States. And when it posts, I'll put a link to it on my Twitter. Maybe we can show it in the uh, show notes, too, assuming it is done by the time this thing goes out. But Sure. Yeah, so he was a cool guy. It was fun talking with him. He's because it's something interesting. He's like, I've done a lot of things in the past. Uh, had my own YouTube channel for a while, doing stuff. I was writing a lot back in the day. I was doing film and photography, but the only thing that I really got into and don't feel like it's a slog eventually has been the podcast. Like hmm. I like doing it, so I was like, that's nice. I'm glad you found something that you enjoy doing. Cause I don't know, maybe I got lucky, but. When I started casting, I've just always enjoyed it. I've always, I've never sat down and been like, oh, I have to cast Starcraft today. I wish it was dead. <laughs> never once, ever. So, well, it's good. I mean, yeah. I suppose maybe it's lucky. But at the same time, I don't know. 
If you get into something because you like it, what are the odds eventually you're going to hate it, I guess is the question. I mean, it's the saying, don't, like, never find out how the sausage is made or whatever, right? Yes, that is so, the saying. Right, so there's something along those lines. You know what I mean. But it's entirely possible that you go to make the sausage and realize, oh, oh, never mind, right? I think that's what yeah. essentially he's saying, is that that happened with a bunch of stuff that he's tried. Gotcha. Yeah. And I mean, but I would agree that writing is harder. Writing is harder, for sure, than casting. Just from someone who has written a book, uh, sure. it's a lot of work. Like Just purely creative process is a lot of work. And I think that's something you see in a lot of creative people's work, especially web cartoonists. A lot of their comics can be about writer's block and what the heck do I make a comic about today? Hmm. <laughs> Which, when you're sitting at a table trying to think of what to make a comic about today, sometimes what the heck do I make a comic about today becomes the thing you write about. Mm-hmm. Which is not my favorite thing, but I totally understand where they're coming from. Yeah, yeah. I don't mind seeing those, except when I see, like, four of them in a row. I'm like, okay, yes. come on, guys. Yeah. Just uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. take the day off. <laughs> totally. And, I mean, there's a, yeah, a webcomic guy, Casey Green. I think we've talked about him before. But, yeah, really would get into this long stretches of writer's block, and this is the worst thing in the world. Like, look, man, at some point, yeah, like Somicron says, just take a break. It's like, if you don't have anything to talk about other than how you have nothing to talk about, go, I don't know, man, go on a hike for a few days or something. Recharge. <laughs> it's not a bad idea. I was uh, listening to the Joe Rogan experience. Is that yeah. a podcast you listen to? It is not, but I'm okay. familiar. And I, I basically saw highlights, um, and so I went and watched most of it. But he was talking with a guy who was on a show called Life Below Zero, Glenn something or other. Life Below Zero? Okay. Yeah, yeah, which is a show about people, like, living out in, like, Alaska with, like, in a cabin living off the land. And I, it, I mean, okay, I suppose there's land. Continue. <laughs> His house, he built it himself on, like, an island in a lake that freezes over in winter. <laughs> wow, that's super cool. Yeah, yeah, and... It was, like, very interesting to hear about how this guy, like, oh, he walked, uh, like, 20 miles barefoot behind a pack of wolves. <laughs> what? Right? Barefoot? <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, um, no, hold on, I'm getting two stories mixed up. Okay. He, wa- he walked behind, he walked, like, 20 miles to his house barefoot because he was just, like, barefoot feels better, like, on his feet that were getting calloused and stuff in his boots. Right, yeah. he's big into walking barefoot. So when you said take a hike, that's why I got reminded. But yeah, he was oh. telling stories of like when the snow gets deep enough, that wolves will form a single line, so that they only like have to push through the snow at one point instead oh. of all of them individually. And when you when when they do that, the pack slows down so much that he could keep up with them. And that he okay. like essentially ran with wolves for uh, I forget the distance, but yeah. They're Tuscan Raiders. They travel in single file to hide their numbers. <laughs> sure, oh the scientists all think it's to make it easier for them, but they're doing it so people aren't don't know it's a whole pack running around. Ah, smart wolves. <laughs> smart. <laughs> don't, don't worry. When you catch up to them, you just got to like trade them your binoculars for passage. It's fine. Exactly. Just yeah. carry a few extra pair. Yep. Although, I don't know, isn't the whole point of humanity, the reason we're apex predators is not because we're faster than anything, but that eventually we'll catch up to you and kill you with a spear. So, like, 
I feel like you should be able to keep up with a wolf pack just because you you don't ever have to stop moving, but they do, you know? Well, wolves are just generally faster than people. Like, they'll outrun yeah. you in normal conditions. No, but so are gazelles, and so are elk, and so are, like, anything else that we've ever hunted on foot before. Right, but you don't hunt wolves, generally. <laughs> uh, yeah, not as much. But I'm just saying there are other animals that are even faster than wolves, and we've hunted them. We've right, hunted, but they still, like, wolves are, uh, like, marathon runners. Gazelles are sprinters. There's a difference. Yeah. Right? The, eventually, the gazelle's heart gives out, and it dies anyway. Right? The wolves just keep going. <laughs> no, they overheat. They've got fur. In winter, it's cold enough that they just keep going. As long as the snow's not so deep that they have to form a single line, they will just outrun you. Aww, but they're not uh, they're not that much different from, like, moose or anything. They're mammals. They're equipped for the cold. And ancient humans used to catch them just by never... They didn't stop moving. And eventually, animals have to. Yeah. kill them with eventually a Eventually, you do as well. <laughs> like, you're an animal. You're a mammal. Nah, right? people we're the, we're, we're wolves the marathon can run runners. at Animals 60 kilometers an hour. You can't run that fast. No, you can't, but eventually they stop long enough that you do catch up. This is how, this, this is how we ate like 50,000 years I'm, ago. I'm talking about specifically wolves. Like Humans can yeah. eat other shit. Rabbits can't get away from you that fast. We can pick berries. Wolves can run 35 miles per hour, right? I still maintain if we wanted to hunt wolves on foot, we could totally do it. Yeah, you probably could, but it's not not one person living out in the woods by no, himself. No, no, no. We're, we're no, we're pack hunters too, definitely. Yeah, probably, but yeah. that's not the that's not the scenario. Okay, just saying, should be able to keep up. That's all I'm saying. No. Anyway, was there a point? <laughs> oh no, you just you got you you told you said like go take a walk, like a bushwalk or something, and I was just reminded of this. Ah, okay. It's Maybe not in the wilderness of Australia, Australia of Alaska. Also, the wilderness of Australia is not a good place to take a walk by yourself either, too. Who knows? Uh, generally, no. Anywho, uh, what, else? what else is going on? Oh, I actually just saw this on Twitter. The Brood Wars um, Super Tournament. The one that was scheduled to come up is canceled due to concerns about the, uh, the coronavirus. Cool, cool. So that's lame. I actually saw a Reddit post on this uh, the other day. People are like, what's going on with a super tournament? How come we don't know anything about this? They usually have dates and matchups already, and they don't. And this is apparently the answer. So it's been postponed until March, which is a while now since it's the first week of February. So, yeah, the coronavirus hits StarCraft. Dun, dun, dun. Okay. You are obviously not concerned about this at all. No. Period. Right. It's postponed. It's not canceled. It's not the yeah. end of the world. Well, I mean, things can change. Sure. And when they do, I'll be concerned then. All right. <laughs> so on a scale of 1 to 10, how concerned are you about the Wuhan coronavirus? Like a 2. Like a 2. Okay. Yeah. That's fair. Yep. Yeah. Nothing I've read makes me any more worried than that, honestly. I think things could change, right? Obviously, mm -hmm. things can change. Mm -hmm. But it's not really at the point where I'm freaking out about it. And really, I don't think anybody is. Nobody should be. Well, I mean, some people are. Like, you know, law of large numbers. Like, the WHO, an issue that it should be like a global 
emergency or something. Mm-hmm. Just the number of people. I'm like, somebody's worried out there. I don't know who. Maybe they know more than me, and that's why they are. I'm, well, not, you know. I'm not so young that I've never heard of the Spanish influenza. So I understand that disease can spread and, you know, be costly. Right. But I don't know. I mean, the biggest problem with any of these global epidemics is that the virus involved would kill the healthy. Because there are a lot of sicknesses out there that will go after the old and infirm and the all, people with already who already have health issues. And that's what this is, right? The death toll is relatively low and almost all cases involved elderly people with pre-existing conditions. Mm. So that's why I'm not worried about it. But once you start seeing healthy and younger people die to this, that's when it can actually start to move and carry and cause some serious death tolls. So until we start seeing reports about that, I'm not going to be all that concerned. Mm. Okay. Yeah. So... You heard it here. Don't worry about the virus, guys. Falcon Paladin Hour is on it. We'll let you know when it's time. It might be a week later. (laughs) Because we only do this once a week. Or even later. Here it is. Sure. Maybe even later. Don't use us for your breaking news needs. No. We we also make terrible like tornado warnings and stuff, so don't don't rely on us that for either. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Real bad. Uh, all right so back to starcraft real quick sure so i've noticed this trend in zvt recently there have been a lot more turns going mech than they have been in the last like most of 2019 okay and it's this kind of weird hybrid style mech with elements of race car mech but also we're mixing in thors and we're mixing in tanks that are slower so it's just kind of everything it's a little bit of everything kind of maru style that way right Okay, yeah. And so I've just seen more of this happening against Zergs. And the weird thing is, when I see this used against Serral or Raynor, they make a bunch of Vipers, they make a bunch of Hiders and Lurkers, and they abduct the big ticket items like the Thors and the tanks into this ball of Lurkers and everything dies. Mm -hmm. It's just abduct, insta-kill, abduct, insta-kill, abduct, insta-kill. You're down three Thors, congratulations. Right. But then when the Korean Zerg players play against this, they don't make any Vipers at all. What they, do they try do? what I've seen from both Rogue and Sue now is they go for Swarm Host Nidus mm-hmm. with some Roach Ravager support. Maybe some Banelings. Okay. And they lose. <laughs> so these matches where Serral and Raynor make Zerg look stupidly overpowered. On the flip side, when it's a Korean Zerg, they get their faces kicked in. All right. Just because the Swarm Hose can't do enough damage against an elite Terran player who makes enough Hellbats or Blue Flame Hellions to roast up these Locusts, the Thors are target firing the Locusts before they can land. I mean, there's just a bunch of little things they're doing that make it really effective in shutting this down. And then the Swarm Hosts are dead weight, and they're really bad at defense, and just over time, the Zerg player gets worn down and dies. And I'm just screaming at the replay... Make a Viper! Make (laughs) one Viper! There was a game that I cast with Rogue where he made every Zerg unit in the book except for Hydras, Lurkers, and Vipers. Like, (laughs) every single one. Bailings, Broodlords, Ultralisks, everything except for the three things that I wanted him to make. It felt like he was spiting me, to be honest. He might have been. He might have been. Yeah. It's like stupid falcon paladin he doesn't know what he's talking about and i mean generally i don't 
which is entirely fair. But uh, this time, I don't know. It's just very strange. And I really can't think of a reason why we're seeing more mech play out of Terran. I mean, they did buff the Thor a little bit, so they're better against Broodlords, but that was a while ago. Hmm. And they got rid of the Infested Terran, but I don't see how the Infested Terran does anything in a mech TVZ, right? Um, it shouldn't. Yeah, I mean, it kind of prevents the Terran from going too many battle cruisers because Infested Terrans are really good against anything, any big ticket items that fly. But right. But yeah, I mean, this wasn't. This was a game. The most recent one I cast with Sue, uh, Sue and Ty. Ty made like a battle cruiser at the end of the game, but that was it. It's not why he won. Mm. So I don't get it. I really don't understand what this is. And every t- like when I first started seeing it, I was like, going mech again, Zerg. This is ridiculous. But then these Korean Zergs are like, ah, swarm hosts. That'll do it. And it never works. <laughs> So it's just, it's very strange to me. And a bunch of these games in the Katowice opening, like super early opening rounds that ESL released very nicely last week mm-hmm. um, have had this have had this style. And I don't know if it's, I'm just choosing, right? I choose the longer macro games. And so maybe, you know, these four longer macro games that I've cast have all been mech and everything else that's shorter than this has all been bio. Hmm. And that might be what's happening. And maybe I'm overestimating how much mech we're seeing in the current meta. But it just feels like it's a lot. And I don't maybe I just don't know. Are you, are you complaining that you're seeing mech too much? Or are you complaining that no. Korean Zergs don't know how to handle mech? No, I'm not complaining. I just don't understand. I don't understand either of those things. Well, I mean, if Korean Zergs don't know how to handle it, then it's obviously super effective. That's why we're seeing it. Yeah, okay, like, so that's like, fair. I feel like that one, you could have worked that on your own. Probably had, just hoping I had a different answer. Yep, yep, no, that's fine. Um, and maybe I, there's a way that TY and Innovation have to shut down Viper play that is just so consistently good that Rogue and Sue just don't even try. Perhaps. But I don't know what that would be. Perhaps, yeah. But if the current method isn't working, they need to try something else. And if we've got players like Serral or Raynor who are doing the uh, Lurker Hydra Viper shenanigans, right? And that yeah. does work, why not give it a try? Why are we not even seeing yeah. them attempt it? Yeah. Like, it'd be one thing if he went for it mid-game and it didn't work and he abandoned it and went to something else, sure. Mm-hmm. But... They're not making a Viper at all the entire time. It's insanity. Also, Blinding Cloud. You know what's really good against slow-moving mech? Blinding Cloud <laughs> is so good. Mm-hmm. Nope. Good. No Vipers. Blows my mind. So, I don't know. I'm really expecting to see quite a bit of mech at Katowice, and I'm interested to see how the different Zergs handle it. Mm. And maybe the early rounds were a wake-up call for some of these guys. Like, okay, this obviously isn't working. Swarm hosts aren't the answer. Let's see what's happening elsewhere in the world. And, oh, hey, Vipers are good. Which, I don't... How? Like, how are you Sue? And you don't know that Vipers are good. Don't understand. <laughs> Doesn't compute. <laughs> I don't know. Couldn't tell yes. you. I know. I'm just... I'm really interested. I'm going to try to watch some Katowice this time around. I don't usually try to catch a bunch of live StarCraft, but I'm really curious about this matchup in particular. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. I don't know. It just feels like the meta's in a shifty place right now for ZVT and PVT. Hmm. Like, we're just not quite sure what to expect. 
Like in a game that I posted today, Special went mech against Parting, and it was working him for working for him for a while. Did not get him the 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 W, as one might say. Did not get him the W. Hmm. It was actually a really interesting game, which uh, I don't know if I'm going to spoil it for you or not. Go, but go for it, I don't mind. Yeah, so he opens up with some like Banshee play that does a ton of work, and he's doing runbys with Hellions that are killing a ton of probes and. He's got tanks and he's got Thors and battle cruisers running around just wiping out entire probe lines. But eventually, Parting goes into like this mass Archon stalker zealot play. Okay. Because the Archons don't take bonus damage from anything that the Terran's using. There are no ghosts for EMP. They don't take bonus damage from the tanks and the Cyclones because those do bonus versus armored. And they don't take bonus damage from the uh, Hellbats or the Hellions because those do bonus versus light. Right. And they're psionic. So, yeah, he just had this, what felt like an indestructible bunch of Archons he could kind of use to tank a ton of damage, and the Stalkers were at the back doing a ton of damage to all these armored units. Hmm. So, it was kind of genius. It was this on-the-fly move from parting. Because who expects to see mech, in, like straight-up mech, in a TVP? <laughs> no. I certainly don't. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, no, no, no. No, literally no one. <laughs> yeah. So, again, this might have just been something where Parting's like, ah, I've seen this before, I know how to handle it, but I'd never seen it before. So, yeah, I'd like to believe that he just figured it out on the fly. He was like, this is really weird, but let me get a strategy that will crush it. Hold on. Give me 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he did at the end. Like, right. special was way up. He killed something like 80 probes in that game, and he lost. <laughs> that, <laughs> that is how that game went for special. <laughs> That's an impressive throw. Uh-huh. With an arm like that, he could be playing for the Super Bowl. Yeah, exactly. Uh, look at me making the sports jokes. I know. I was that was actually really good too. I was timely and everything. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, <laughs> I could have phrased it better by play like putting it on the winning team, but I don't know who won. No, that's about <laughs> as good as I'm gonna expect. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know the position of the guy that throws. It's the quarterback, isn't it? It sure is. Yeah, is the quarterback. Me. Look at me. So what's like the halfback and the fullback do? Um, those are both kind of at super outdated terms, to be honest. So nothing. Okay. Nothing. Running back. Uh, he runs with the ball, which makes sense. Sure. Mm-hmm. Wide receivers, they catch the ball because they receive it. Eh? Eh? D- like a lot why, of these make sense. Why, why the word wide? Uh, because they're split out wide from where the ball is hiked. Okay. So they're farther away down the line, which is what they call Okay, okay. So when you wide. say wide, you mean length, not width of the field. Right, the down length, like the down, down towards the opponents. No. At the opposite length or the width of the field, like left the to right? The width of the field, yeah. Okay, so they're throwing it sideways instead of towards the goal. No, but when they line up, they're split out wide, and then they run towards the opponent's goal. I, no, sports is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Thus I'm ends Falcon trying to explain ball sports to Somicron. <laughs> it's, it's so dumb. There's actually an Australian in the office uh, at work. Okay. And uh, he works in sales. I don't think he, like, he's just temporarily here. I think he usually sells out your way. Hmm. But um, we were talking about the Super Bowl a bit in the break room, and he was like, yeah, I watched the whole thing and did not understand any of it. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's fair. Like, I watch rugby and I really struggle with that too, so it makes a ton of sense. I couldn't I couldn't explain rugby any better than no. what you just explained to me. So. Nope. 
No. Sounded no. like he could, though, because he was comparing it to rugby quite a bit. Rugby just Fair. has nonstop action and a lot of running and football just stops all the time and i was like that's a fair point sir that is that is the comparison i've always heard between the two two games i mean whenever it comes back to like sports ball i always just i always just want to give all the players paintball guns because that would make it a lot more interesting right well okay maybe not your football because everyone wears pads and that's stupid but (laughs) if for ours come on I mean, imagine tennis where you can serve the ball and then start shooting at uh, the other guy. Come on. I think everything would be an ace. <laughs> you serve it and go, pa, pa, pa. And the other guy would be like, ah. Well, You're no. not returning a serve when paintballs are also coming for your head. Sure you could. Right? Man, I don't know. That sounds real hard. That's, that's the duty of a professional sports person, right? Is to suck it up and deal with it, right? Yeah, but I mean, there's certain levels of this is just too hard to expect anyone to do. <laughs> I don't think paintballs are, too, are in that level, right? <laughs> you don't think, man, I... Mm-hmm. Like, returning a 105-mile-an-hour serve anyway is stupid hard. Like, that uh-huh. is one of the harder things in all of sports. Right, and imagine how fast you have to move and how hard a target that makes you to hit. Look, I'm just trying yeah, to raise but- the skill skill ceiling here. Come on. I think it would absolutely raise the skill ceiling. <laughs> it would make people better athletes for sure. Imagine all the cardio workout they'll get done. It'd be great. I mean, tennis is pretty cardio anyway. <laughs> but um, sure, we could try it out. Sure, let's 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 try this. You know, it'd be awesome is you get these dudes out there who like didn't they don't care if they get hit in the face with a paintball. Yeah. Yeah, I right. imagine so. They just, they just stand in and take it and return right. the surf. Well, I mean, they, it, like, like, they can't get it in their eyes, so they're wearing like right. some headgear, right? Yeah, they're yeah, not yeah, like totally. a whole lot, yeah. Yeah, because for sure, if it just screwed up their vision, they're not returning the serve anyway, no matter how cool they are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can be the toughest guy in the world, but... Uh, if you can't, you can't see the ball. See. Right. Minor problem. Look at you talking sports. This is amazing. I can never do sports. Had this much sport talk with you. I can talk sports. I just don't want to. Oh. Well, well I mean, I generally don't want to. I generally find that I, I generally find that a lot of sports is not interesting, which is why we're not talking sports. We're talking fictional sports, mm. right? Like there is no tennis with paintball guns. It's never going to happen. Right. Yeah, but, yeah. I mean, if you want to talk about ways to fix existing sports, that's more interesting. Sure. Like, yeah. for instance, there's the biathlon in the Winter Olympics, which is, I think it's skiing and shooting, right? It which sure is, is. like cross-country skiing and shooting, right? Yeah, yeah. Which is arguably more interesting than just skiing or shooting by themselves. I think you're right. Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm noticing a pattern here. You just want to add guns to everything. Are you sure you're well, not an American? No, no, no. I wouldn't. I'm not. No, not like live rounds or rubber bullets. It has to be paid. No, like, I know. It's, Still guns, though. But so. I, you also can't do it to everything, right? You can't give paintball sure. guns to sumo wrestlers. Yes, right? you absolutely can. <laughs> no, Who you says can't. no? Because it ruins the, 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 the sport. The it hands ruins it as much as it ruins tennis. No, it doesn't. It improves tennis. Terror, tennis How is does like it watching ruin pa- sumo wrestling? Because sumo wrestlers need their hands for grapples, right? They can't do grapples if they're holding a paintball gun. They start on the opposite ends of the ring, though. 
And if right. you can hit somebody a couple times and throw them off balance and then rush them, paintball that's guns a don't good do advantage. that much damage. Paintball guns do not hurt so much that they're going to throw off someone who weighs 300 pounds. Bare skin, man. Bah, bah. Ow, that stings. Wah. It's not gonna. It's not gonna slow you down. Have you ever taken a punch from a sumo wrestler? That stings. I have not. I'm gonna doubt you have either. No, I haven't. But I did recently okay. watch a sumo wrestling anime, and boy, do they like. Uh, they they emphasize just how much power they have in those strikes. So, as somebody who is familiar with the baseball anime, which is not very baseball. <laughs> I'm going to call into question the validity and real-world details of your sumo wrestling. <laughs> Look, I'm not, I'm not saying that it was a 100% accurate representation <laughs> of the sport. I'm just saying they put emphasis on the guy, like, the people that train for four hours slapping wood with their bare hands can yeah, probably mm-hmm. hurt someone when they hit them in the face. <laughs> Fair. Right. So you're saying in normal contact sports, paintball guns probably aren't going to add much. Right. Same with like MMA or boxing, right? Yeah. Like they have to wear gloves. You can't put paintball guns there. No. But even if it was barehanded, like to shoot somebody with a paintball who's a boxer, they probably don't care at all. Probably not. <laughs> yeah. Fair. Fair argument. I accept it. For them, you give them knives. <laughs> Are you sure you're not an American? All of your solutions for sports involve weaponry. What? <sighs> I mean, weapons aren't a uniquely American thing. I feel like certainly most, not. But I feel like most Americans are always surprised when they hear about knives in Australia. Like everyone's got a knife or something, right? Because in America, it's just everyone's got a gun, and nobody thinks about knives. Well, no, except we have had. the meme. We've got the Simpsons episode where this is a knife, right? Right, right. So, so we're aware of the affinity for knives that Australians have. I've never called that into question. But it it just feels like. Calling into whether or not I'm actually an American because I want to add knives to MMA. Well, sure. It's just the combination of wanting to add guns and knives to all of your different sports. Look, if there was something more interesting to add, I would. But sports boil down to, are you better than the other person? Yeah, that's what sports is, right? Right. And you can't, I don't know, you can't be like, okay, I I get that there's like chess boxing or whatever where you in between rounds box and then you play chess yes but i feel like that's slower and probably a little tedious for most people i feel like if they're already interested in watching like people run at each other and tackle they're probably okay with them like stabbing each other you know what other sport would be improved by paintballs what starcraft Hmm. so you sit the players across from each other right in an arena like maybe i don't know 20 yards right Mm-hmm. And then if you want, you can stand up and shoot your dude with a paintball gun, but you're not playing if you're doing that, right? Right, right. F- so is it worth it to step away from your mouse and keyboard for like two seconds to shoot your opponent, or is it better to stay on the keyboard? I kind of like this. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I'm not hating it. I think the problem is that like big tournaments and then like players are in their own booths normally. You know, you like players are in individual booths, you know, putting a wall between players that have to shoot each other sounds like a limitation. Well, they're only in individual booths so that they can't get help from the crowd, right? Uh, yeah, I suppose. So you just put the crowd, put them in their own booth. (laughs) Put the crowd in a booth. Yeah, (laughs) or put them in a booth, right? In the same booth. Two PCs in an octagon. 
What? If you get two PCs in an octagon, and if they want to yeah. use their chair to bash in the other player, go for it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but man, you're going to be away from your computer for a few seconds. If you're going to bash them with a chair, you could lose the game right there. That's how close this is. It's true. It's true. I would watch this. I would watch the crap out of this. Because you'd start developing people who are really fast at standing and shooting and getting back to the game, right? Mm-hmm. Just like up, down. And like two yeah. direct hits to your opponent's forehead. Oh, what would be better is maybe not paintballs because like, you, uh, I don't know. Imagine if you missed, like you were picking up your gun and you accidentally pulled the trigger and you shot your own screen, right? Oh man, that just adds to it. That does oh, to- he's lost the bottom left quadrant. You can't see the mini map. <laughs> <laughs> but like, oh you're gonna gosh. you're gonna ruin perfectly good technical equipment there, right? What you need oh. is like rubber balls, right? And that way players can, without even having to stand up, try and skill shot it off like the dome that they're encased in. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, off the ceiling. We've never seen that before. <laughs> he, ma- he nails <laughs> the trick shots. Yeah. Exactly. Beautiful. I need to email my contacts at Blizzard and get this going. Actually, probably better to talk right to ESL at this point. Probably, yeah. <laughs> okay, while we're on StarCraft again. Yeah, yeah. Did you see that Cyril put out a t-shirt with Ents? No, I saw that he was said he was sticking with Ents, but I didn't mm-hmm. see there was a t-shirt. There's a new t-shirt out, and it's uh, just Cyril's signature and it, like his fedora. I'd like to remind everyone, he didn't have a signature like a year ago. <laughs> that is- we were actively making fun of it on the podcast. <laughs> and they were actively making fun of it in the comments uh, on Twitter. Oh, good. We're not yeah. alone. I think someone actually photoshopped the original uh, <laughs> signature. Oh. <laughs> uh. It's only funny because he's so terrifying at StarCraft. Like, if he sucked, it'd be far less entertaining. Oh, yeah. Yeah, of yeah. course. Yeah, I can see it here. And it's kind of like, yeah, little uh, little trilby hat there. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh. Well, you need to find the Photoshopped Cyril uh, signature one, because I'm looking for it, and I can't find it. I do see that someone has put the um, Drake meme from Hall in Bling. Yeah. Yeah. With what are the, the two with the two signatures? Oh, okay. Yeah, that's but, great. No, I could have sworn there was a t-shirt version. Yeah, I mean, I love Cyril. I'm not buying that shirt. <laughs> Why not? It's not great. Why not? I don't know. I just I don't like those hats. I don't like anybody <laughs> who wears that kind of hat. Well, I mean, I think if it was just literally his signature, I'd buy it. I really do. I wouldn't. No, no, if it was no. just a shirt that was just Cyril in cursive across the front, heck yeah. No, well maybe, but that's not a, like it's not a very good signature. No, it, it needs the hat. Uh, I disagree. Of course, my favorite shirts are ones that people don't immediately know what's going on when they look at it. So the fact that people would look at that shirt and go, "What?" makes me happy. My, my favorite shirts are the one available at Falcon Paladin dot store. Yeah, those are yeah. those count, man. Mm-hmm. People are going to look at those shirts largely and go, what is going on? And that's the kind of vibe you want to have in 2020. It's true. If people are it's looking true. at your shirts and being confused. You're winning. <laughs> but then they ask questions like, what's that? And you can tell them all about the Falcon Paladin channel. Everybody wins. It's true. It's true. Everyone yep. wins. Yep. Yep. <laughs> especially, especially everyone. 
<sighs> Should we do a sports ball minute, or have we done enough sports already? I mean, do you have anything more to say about the Super Bowl? I mean, just that it was a good game. I wanted a good game, and I got one, so that was nice. Okay, cool. It's just close at the end. That's how I measure a good game is if it's close at the end, and it was. So I have a pretty low bar when it comes to it. That's good because uh, sports can't cross high bars. <laughs> ah, it's the same thing with esports, though, right? Like the best games are the ones that come down to oh, the Protoss player had a pile on left, and that's the end, right? Sure. Best yeah. games, totally fun. Yeah. I just think ball sports and esports are more similar than people think. Um, yes and no. Yeah, I'm not saying they're the same thing, but there are a lot of similarities. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yar. Yarp. What else? I thought I had something else for the pod today. I was on someone's podcast. There's the virus that we don't care about. There's the Warcraft 3 Reforged thing. Did you want to talk about the impeachment trial? Um, I mean, just in the sense that the Senate is never removing Trump from office. So this is all a waste of time. Fair. Like, I am. I mean, there's a level at which I'm upset that they're not even allowing witnesses to to testify at this thing it's that much of a sham which is really stupid mm-hmm. and i i mean i don't know i hate both the parties i haven't voted for a republican or a democrat in a very long time but uh yeah when it comes down to it they were never removing trump so any time we're spending on this is just a waste of time for everybody let's vote him out in november if you want to vote him out there's an option here this is america he's not a dictator yeah get to the polls Fair enough. Is that, is that it? Is that, that what you I mean, want to be covered? Yeah, that's honestly it for politics. <laughs> I just, <laughs> I've pretty much checked out at this point because we know what's going to happen. You're going to get snowed in, have to shovel, and won't have to pay attention to it anyway. Exactly. That's what's going to happen. I actually made a bet with my buddy whether Trump would make it to the end of his first term in mm-hmm. office without being, I don't know, dying in some way or impeached and removed or, you know, any number of things. Mm-hmm. Feeling pretty good about that bet. Feeling Wait, pretty good. You bet that he would make it to the end of the first time. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Because what 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 were the stakes? Do you just have to lunch. like sing us a uh, lunch? Come on. Yeah. Come on, Stu. Step it up. I know. Actually, we have another bet about voter turnout in November. Whether it'll be higher law. Yeah. So the 2008 voter turnout for Obama's first election was really big. It's like the most turnout we've had since like the 60s, for good reasons, right? Right. Uh, so I just figured, I don't know, I kind of see, like, that was one party doing a ton of turnout for their guy because it was the first black president and it was historic and it was awesome. And they loved him a lot. Mm-hmm. This election, I feel like we're getting a lot of Democrats turnout because they hate Trump and they want him to die, but they can't kill him. And so the best way to get rid of him is by voting him out. Hmm. And then we have the other side where the people normally, if your president's in office, you're not super worried about him losing the election. Mm-hmm. But you won it last time. Yeah, exactly. But at this point, there's been so much attention on the impeachment trial that a lot of Trump supporters feel like they're personally under attack. Hmm. And they need to get to the polls to make sure that those evil Democrats who are sneakily trying to impeach him for no reason, right? Right, right. Yeah, perfectly good. They, they need to be taught a lesson, and we need to make sure that Trump wins. So hmm. I just think both sides have really compelling reasons to get out and vote in November. So you're assuming voting turnout will be much higher or, like, a little bit higher? Higher, 
I'm not saying it's going to be because it was. I mean, for modern times, the 2008 election turnout was humongous. Mm-hmm. But I think it'll be more, just because again, I just think both parties have a lot riding on it in a way that we haven't seen in a while. It feels like. Hmm. Um, just, okay, so 20, 20, uh, 2008. 62%. 58.2, says Wikipedia. Um, no. I'm on Wikipedia. Voter turnout in U- U.S. states. Uh, United States, not U.S. states. Presidential elections. Oh, yeah, what the heck? It says two different numbers in two different places. Anyway, point stands. 58% was the biggest we've seen since 1968. So it's been a while. So I think we can get better than 58% in 2020. Because, I mean, we were at 55 last election. It's not like we're way off. No, it's three points. But I I, I doubt it would even... I'd be willing to bet that it won't get above 58%. Ooh, we're going to take Maria and make a bet too? We can bet with two people. That's fine. Sure. You want to take my lunch money as well? That's fine. Sure. Deal. Cool. Should we do a... uh, Disney Princess song? No. <laughs> That's a special StarCraft exclusive. It's true. Do they have the Katowice bracket nah. set? Not yet. I don't think so. Well, actually, they might have round of 24. ESL. Katowice bracket link. I don't see one. I'm still searching for it. Oh, that's because I'm on like all the sports at Katowice, not just StarCraft. Here we go. We have group stages, and they're only half-filled. Oh, lame. We'll get it next time. Yep. Good. All right, well, I think that's it. Anything else you wanted to cover today? No. Awesome. Well, that's going to be it from us, then. This has been Falcon Paladin and Somicron coming at you with yet another edition of the Falcon Paladin Hour. Thanks for spending time with us. Please be sure to check out the merch store as well as the Patreon page for extra special bonuses. For those who pledge as little as a dollar a month. And until next time, as always, thanks for being with us here today. And you take care of yourself.